AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. Accept responsibility for your life. Know that it is you who will get you where you want to go. No one else. Les Brown. The entertainment business tends to glamorize people and create them into stars. What we fail to remember is that you cannot do this on your own. At some point in your life, someone, whether it was an acting teacher or a parent taking you to a Broadway show, helped you along the way. As you grow in this business, you should never forget the people that helped you and continue to help you achieve your success. When you are shooting a scene, it is the makeup artist that creates that flawless look and the costume designer that finds those stunning clothes. It is a team effort. But somewhere along the line, we forget and think we did it. Begin now to make a conscious effort to be a team player and know that when you win, we win. I will appreciate my teammates as I progress in this business and remember to let them know. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, 
Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome to the Spirited Active Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and I am just overwhelmed with excitement to um, to share with you an amazing, amazing human being. Let me just start off by saying that. But our guest today is supermodel. When supermodel wasn't even a word, but supermodel, producer, actor, Mr. Tyson Bedford. What's happening, Tracy? <laughs> hey, Tyson. How you doing? I am great, and I am so. When I spoke to Beth Ann, Beth Ann Hardison, um, ladies and gentlemen, who is my mentor, my my friend, my soul sister, has been Tyson's manager. Wow, Tyson, I don't even know how many years it's yeah. been. Yeah, yeah. Because I met you in '97 ish. Yeah, '97 ish. Um, and one of my favorite. Tyson Bedford stories is when we used to sit, uh, ask, it was around Astor Place, the cube, the black uh-huh. cube. You remember? We, we would sit there. Tyson taught me about shoes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So I would wear. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. I will never forget that in my life because I never looked at people's shoes until you yeah, told you them. Yeah, you paid them no mind, right? Never. So I said, we had an exercise and I was like, Tyson, we're going to go outside and we're going to observe people and their behavior and just create mm-hmm. stories about them. Tyson gravitated to the shoes. And I never forget this man that you chose who had on hiking boots. And mm-hmm. you told me a whole story about hiking shoes. And right. 
wow. So yeah. that's what you gave me, Tyson. After that, I was always looking at people's shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it, it tells a whole lot about who they are. Yep. Never knew that. Yeah. So, Tyson, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Let's talk about you being a supermodel of all time, male okay. supermodel, because <laughs> let's talk about the Ralph Lauren deal, which was historic. Yes, yes. It was very historic. Oh, my God. You are historic. How did that happen? How did you get into modeling? I actually was... You know, a lot of people, my mom actually was pushing me towards it when I was a teenager around uh, 12, 13. And I would do like mall fashion shows and stuff. But, you know, I wanted to still be a kid. So I kept doing all the kid things that, you know, playing football, skateboarding, bicycling. And then once in a while, I'd go do the little mall fashion shows or pose and take pictures, um, you know. And then years went by. I played football. I was going to go play football in college. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I had, I had a couple knee injuries, so I kept me from doing that. But then I remembered my days of uh, growing up and thinking and watching kids on TV like Gary Coleman, mm-hmm. you know, Todd Bridges, you know, uh, the young black images that made me say, I want to do that. So I always had that in my head around six, seven years old that I wanted to grow up to be an actor. So when I got the chance and I was done with high school and I did like a semester of college and my mom said, look, just go for a semester. Uh You don't like it. Pursue whatever goals you want to pursue. So then I said, all right. So I went for a semester, hated it and was (laughs) just like, all right, this is not for me. So right. I went, I, I, you know, started walking around New York City, reading backstage, the, um, yeah. you know, the newspaper that we yeah. used to get in New York. So I would start to show up to auditions and then they would be like, oh, do you have an agent who sent you? And I'd be like, look, you know, I saw it backstage and they'd mm-hmm. be like, well, you're a good looking guy. All right. Well, we'll see if we can stick you in a scene. And thus that got me started into it. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I'd meet other, you know, um, future thespians who wanted to do it and they would say oh you got to go you got to go to school you got to go to Meisner you got to go this you know so I couldn't afford any of that so I went to HB Studios which you know uh, Mm -hmm. 110 Bank Street and (laughs) I was I was doing the Saturday classes because you know during the week I was hustling little model jobs here and there and then finally I saw the Arsenio Hall show and Kadeem Hardison was on there and he was talking about his mom's agency. So I felt like, all right, there's the Fords, there's the, you know, the Wilhelminas, the IMGs, they're all white run, but this woman has a black, well, it wasn't a black agency, but she was, you know, a black owner and a, a ex model. So I said, all right, well, you know, me and my friend set up an appointment. We went to see her. She wasn't actually, yeah, we met her assistant and the assistant was like, Oh my God, you're, 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 you're wonderful. Uh, can you stay to meet her? And do you have any pictures? At the time, I didn't really have any good pictures. Right. I had shot with a photographer not too long before that. And I had what, back in the days, what, what was chromes. So they mm-hmm. were like little slides. Oh, wow. Um, so the, a lot of photographers would use those and put them uh-huh. in images to see if they wanted to produce that picture and, oh. you know, run it through the whole print process. Mm-hmm. So the photographer loaned them to me but he was like look I need those back I said okay no problem so I took them for a couple hours was able to show Beth Ann's assistant and and you know her her staff and they were like oh my god these are great you you're very photogenic and this and that and then pretty much the rest was history after that you know 
And then what she did was send me on castings to individual photographers and uh-huh. casting people to, you know, to net, mm-hmm. it was more like a network thing for them to all meet me. Cause I was a new kid on the block. And then right. one of the photographers she sent me to was uh, Bruce Weber. So uh-huh. um, Bruce Her. had taken like, yeah, he took two Huge. Polaroids of me and you know, he was, he was right yeah. there on Watt street at the time. Mm-hmm. So we, we chatted, he, you know, he asked me about my background he said, you know, how are you so muscular? And I said, well, you know, I used to play football and you know, mm-hmm. right now I just work out to keep myself in shape. And he said, you know, what are some of the, your aspirations? I said, well, you know, I've been trying the acting thing, but you know, since I don't have an agent for acting, I'm not doing so well. And I need to study. So from that point on, I had started studying to the point mm-hmm. where I even, I got to meet you, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, Bethann suggested you. So, yeah. you, you know, I went over there as well with mm-hmm. you and, you know, I stayed, I did it. And then, you know, like, you left like, because like, you got a film. Yeah. I got a film. You remember? Yeah. And then, and, and then and after that, I got another one and I came yeah. back and you helped me with that. And then, so you know, rad. it, it, it kind of put me to where I am today. So now, I'm producing like several different projects. I was at CAA for a while mm-hmm. and it was kind of like they had me on the shelf. They wouldn't even open my email sometimes. So I decided, okay, it's time for a change. It's 2020. I need to leave okay. here and go somewhere else. So this is like January. So then I left there and went to Abrams. So oh, yeah, Abrams met me and mm-hmm. signed me completely across the board. I'm talking uh, literary, um, video games, commercials, voiceover, everything. They gave me everything that I've ever wanted. So wow. they, after all of that happened, they said some, they say to me, so what do you got? I said, Oh, what do I have? <laughs> so I had, I, I had probably about six scripts that I've been writing since me and oh, you talked yeah. about it. You remember when you had us do that collage? Yes. And the then, map of life. Yes. And mm-hmm. the things that we want, in life and put out yep. there. So I had done that. And then that had started me to start it. You know, you started me on writing. So mm-hmm. I started writing, doing little, little scenes and, and, and um, you know, putting together a storyline for mm-hmm. some of the, for some of the stuff that I wanted to do. So one of the things that I did was a, a piece called throttle, which was about oh. a, a uh, tech billionaire, ex-military black, mm-hmm. And he wants to find some justice in the killing of his mom and his dad. So that was one of the main projects that I had been working on prior Mm -hmm. to going to Abrams. So when it was all finished, um, I had teamed up with a partner of mine, Steve Hawthorne. And me and Steve have been friends for 15 years. And I kept telling him, like, all my issues with working with people. Like, you know, I would write a script with somebody and then we'd start to shop it. And then they'd go, oh, I want more money. And I would be like, well, all the writers are getting the same amount of money. And then right. you know, it was, it was the, the whole, yeah. you know, working with our people and you yeah. know, the walls and the problems that we get when we work with our people. Wow. So I, I was so frustrated. I, I vented to Steve, you know, damn near on, on the verge of tears because I felt like I had put so much time and effort into this project. You know, mm. the project was called, uh, I think it was like 305 outlaws mm. and it, didn't work because the two other writers couldn't get along. So it was, it was four writers in general. So the two of us could get along, but the other two couldn't get along. So it was just like, I had to say to myself, this is it. I can't do it anymore because I'd involved lawyers. I'd involved everybody in it. 
And, you know, we were on the verge to get a check written to us and to start, mm-hmm. you know, producing Production, it. Production, yeah. Yeah, so it didn't it didn't work. So then I said, you know, Steve, I got to go out on my own. I got to do this on my own. And he said, mm-hmm. look, man, let me help you. And I said, I said, Steve, I think I have to do it by myself because I can't have any more failure. He said, look, man, you know me for this amount of years. Mm-hmm. Have I ever failed you? I said, no, you haven't. And wow. he said, look, I got great ideas for this. So we started collaborating. So we got this thing going to the point where... When we had put together the deck for it, we uh-huh. sent the deck. We sent the deck to Abrams. Abrams read the deck, and they said, "Oh my God, this yes. is incredible! Yes. How long have you guys been sitting on this?" Meanwhile, we've been sitting on it for almost two years wow. because you know we kept trying to get you know CAA involved, and they right. my my guy was younger than me. The agent who was like supposed to be looking out for me, he was younger than me, and all yeah. he cared about was chasing women. So oh. anytime he came to Miami for the Black wow. Film Festival, he was like, wow. all right, dog, where's the women? Oh, and I said, wow. hey, man, I would say to him, and, you know, whenever we got quiet times, I said, hey, did you open the email on that project throttle? Right. And he'd be like, oh, no, I haven't had time. I'll look at it later. But, you know, what are we doing tonight? And I was like, wow. So, yeah. you know, being the, the gentleman that I am, I said, all right, well, I'm going to entertain him this weekend. And then, right. that, you know, that's it. I got to yeah. go elsewhere. This is not going to work. Yeah. So. You know, I just went and did what I had to do. And then once I got with Abrams, I showed them that project. And immediately, I mean, I literally finished my paperwork with them in February. Mm -hmm. By the end of the first week in February, we were already looking at writers. um, Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, because I'm not a writer-writer per se. You know, I've never really written a huge project like something like this. So we brought on a a gentleman by the name of Adam, Adam Targum. So Mm -hmm. Adam has done like Banshee, a bunch of, yeah, he's, you you know the name. So Adam, he's a, he's a car and bike guy and action guy. So when he read the deck, he was like, oh my God, oh my God, I want a piece of this. So we had been referred uh, to Adam by another writer who, his plate was just full. He said, oh, my God, this is really good. I, he's just like, my plate is just full. I can't deal with this right now. But I do not think you need to stop. I think you need to not wait for someone like me, but I have the perfect person for you. And he's an action guy. He, he knows how to write stunts and, and great scenes. So they put us with Adam. So, you know, a few months with Adam going back and forth, putting it together. We are now um, on our last stage of practicing the pitch. Wow. So, we okay. are now ready to, we, yeah, we, we're going to go one more round of everyone mm-hmm. pitching it to, to fix everything that we've been fixing. Mm-hmm. So we are now after this, we're going to be shopping this thing to um, streaming apps as, as far as Netflix, mm-hmm. Hulu, Apple, Prime, uh-huh. you know, and I even told them, let's try to go the 50 cent route and see if we can get with a HBO or a Showtime or a Stars, and yeah. you know they were they weren't they were not opposed to it. They said, you know, let's do it because he yeah. did some groundbreaking stuff with his show. So I said we could probably do the same thing. So we're now at that stage, and then I have uh, a couple little projects on other sides of you know one two projects in London, and then another two uh, in LA, and then you know I'm on a call later on this uh, next week with NBC, you know, and they reached out to me, you know, so obviously been making some headway with, with what yeah. we're doing. And our project has really been getting some, some decent attention, you know? So it's, it's like everything that you taught us, 
in uh-huh. you know the spirited actor and i still have my book and you once, do <laughs> yes i do and sometimes i go back to my book it's like my bible oh. i go back and i i go through it and sometimes i'll read certain chapters as it oh. pertains to life and what i'm dealing with as mm-hmm. far as being an actor producer but you know i used to say to you you know, I get passed over by, you know, other, you know, LL Cool J, other actors would right. beat me out for things, but right. I would make it down to the top three. Yeah. And then when you had said to me, hey, you need to create something for yourself. So when I was writing Throttle, I was writing it in the vision of me ah. playing the main character. Excellent. So now it was, you know, so now when it's time for me to speak about shopping my, my, my project, I right. speak with such more vigor, excitement, and, and you know, so much more, ownership. like, yeah, ownership and confidence. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I make bullet points, and then I just go in, and, you know, and Abrams was like, oh, my God, you did an amazing job. All you got to do is learn to talk about yourself. And I was just like, <laughs> I hate talking about my, you remember that about me. I was always bad about myself. Tyson, Anything else, I could do. But when it but, comes to me, it's it's tough. But you know what? I think that it's so important that people know who you are because you were groundbreaking. When you think about African-American mm-hmm. models, you know, I mean, yeah. from my generation, I'll think of Beverly Johnson, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I mean, as but, growing up, that's who I knew, you know? Right. Beverly but Johnson, Naomi. Model, what male model comes to mind? If you ask anybody what Model, I remember seeing I remember seeing certain brothers in um, Ebony and Essence, but I didn't know their names. No, you know, no, no, nobody, nobody in my neighborhood name. knew their names. You but know? we know your name, like your yeah, name you, is that you're the template for supermodel male. As far as I was concerned, that's why yeah. I thought it was so smart when you did that Bravo show. Yeah. Oh my god, I was like yeah. Tyson, brilliant because yeah. that's your field. That's your area. It really, it really was. I felt that show could have went on forever. I it did, was just, I, I, you know, I, I, the I, network, um, they wasn't seeing the numbers that they wanted. I mean, we had right. like 1.2 million viewers, but I think That's still a lot. we were so ahead of time I think that so they should have gave it us time because I yeah. think it, it would have been, I mean, I think it still could have been on right now because there's so many young people who had watched that show and was who were I, looking for guidance. Whereas it, when I was coming up, I had nothing to look to. Right. I had to just look in within myself and uh, trailblaze because there was no path. Yeah. There was nothing for a man to get into such a, a woman driven business and right. to accelerate, you know? So all I did was attach myself to these women, like, like a handbag, you know, <laughs> I, I was their accessory. I was their scarf. Yeah. I, I let them do whatever they wanted with me, you know? Right. So it was, it was good. And then the fact that I was able to do music videos because music was yeah. such a love for me. That oh my it, God. Tony, you know, and then Tony Braxton. Oh my yeah, God. When you think of things, is. you think of Tony Braxton. You think yeah. of, I think of Britney Spears. I mean, I always try to stay relevant with the music and the kids and, right. and being out there and, you know, when someone said you are pop culture, I didn't understand truly yes. what they meant by it. Yeah. But, you know, I always felt like I was African-American culture. I was Jamaican Caribbean culture. You know, right. I was, you know, I was that culture before I understood being what pop culture was. But, you know, you after so many years, I get it now. 
Yeah. And also the thing I liked about the show that, um, you know, we have and we've always had female makeup products, skincare mm-hmm. products. Yeah. Yeah. For you to teach grooming and to talk about grooming with men, you know, yeah. that was. Yeah, and, and that's such an iffy such a situation and, and subject with men. Some men don't even, yeah. you know, they don't, they don't know what face soap is and they, don't, they wouldn't know which one. If, they, if you put them in front of the product, they would know, am I supposed to put this on my face or lotion my ashy elbows? What am right, I supposed to do? Right. You were just giving some really great tools for young men that I thought oh, yeah. were is so relevant and I don't think it's you said you were ahead of your time I totally agree that's why I think it's something that maybe we could blow the dust off and bring back because yeah. it is very relevant and um yeah I, I I can't even count the amount of uh direct messages I get on Instagram oh my god yeah. I, I want to be this I want to I want to get into it I mean for me I left the business maybe 20 2007 2008 roughly around when we were doing that show i didn't have that time to to be a model like that anymore so what i focused on was being the host um growing my my producer skills um being engaging in the meetings for the show you know because i wanted it to succeed and then you know i was thinking about all the young men that Uh possibly might want to get in the business who the men that want to self-groom they want to be able to take care of their skin so i had multifaceted thinking of yeah. all right i want to come out with a skincare i want to come out exactly. with a fragrance i want to you know right now i have a fragrance out which yeah. was something that you know it's called orion sky um oh, you can see the images on my um on my uh sure. my social media and my okay. my instagram so what I did with that, it was something that I'd always wanted to do from way back when we had that, um, you know, made me a supermodel. And I always had that to the back of my mind. And I just, I figured one day that we'll be able to break this out and break this out. So, you know, 2020 came. So that's when we dropped it. So what I did was I helped produce as far as what was being shot, where we were going to shoot, uh, how I was going to dress who was wow. going to be the photographer, how we were going to make the commercial. I even threw my son in it as far as he produced the, the, um, the music in the, in the commercial. So wow. I had him, I threw him in there, you know, and let him get used to doing things like that because right. it's, you need somebody to bring you in and someone right. who can nurture you and teach you the right thing. And as a father, who, who, who's the best person to do that for him? So, you know, we did that. And, you know, now I'm continuously thinking about what's next, you know, yeah. as far as the, the beauty and fashion world. But then I'm also, you know, thinking big, you know, produ- production for film, television, <laughs> it's, which is needed, you know, because uh-huh. there's, and one of the things that I'm dealing with, with uh, Abrams is they want me to push the initiative of being an African-American producer, actor, you know, uh, show creator. You know, uh-huh. so when we got Adam as the showrunner and writer, he said the same thing. He said, look, man, when we get in wow. this pitch reading, you got to wow. tell them how proud you are. And I said, look, brother, you don't have to tell me how to tell them. I said, look, it's in me. I don't even okay. have to write that part down because it's something like from watching Sidney Poitier from when I was little to wow. being, you know, um, a, a grown adult in in the George Floyd era how important that is right. to stand up and, and represent 
as a black man, you know, and as a mentor to young black men and young black yeah. women, you know, I, it's just, it's just so important to me that I could speak tenfolds about it, yeah. but I, I truly want to express and make sure that the content that I put on television mm-hmm. is relevant to what's going on in the world. Um, there's episodes of sex, sex trafficking going on in, 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 uh, in the throttle series. There's, oh, you know, um, political injustice, all kinds of different things, you know. There's even a scene that I have um, written that I haven't shared with my other writers yet about me being pulled over by the cops. And even though my character is a billionaire, he's still treated like, you know, the, 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 the lesser, you know, man that the yep. Constitution has said, you know, we're one-third of man or something like that. But there's a scene in there that, you know, my character get that, that I've written that the character gets roughed up and, you know, there's nothing he can do about it with all the power and all the, all the money he has, he still, you know, he still embarrasses a black man in this, this era. But what he does is he's smart enough to not react, give Mm -hmm. the officer the energy, but he's 10 steps ahead of him. So he figures Mm -hmm. out how to get this officer to lose his job. So that that's a little part of a scene, you know, uh, created because I want other young black men to know mm. that whatever they're going through, I've gone through it already. Like mm. I've had a, you know, I've had a cop put a gun to my face and, mm. and, and tell me that he could kill me right there and, and no one would know. And, you know, it's, it's a scary feeling, but then again, it's a empowering feeling that, he has to do this to make himself feel good. Exactly. It's not about me yep. being in the wrong. It's, yep. it's a power trip. And we yep. always knew that from, from watching movies like uh, Do the Right Thing. Yep. You know, we, we saw that, you All know, radio, when Radio Rahim, he was, he was such a, a mountain of a man that they had to do him like that. They, yeah. they, there was no other way. And, you know, George Floyd being the same thing. And I think putting that in television and making it so real for the audience to see is very yeah. important because yeah. maybe half the people in the world never see something like that. So they, for them, they don't think it exists. You know, like <laughs> I have white friends that tell me that, oh, no, there's nothing wrong. And I said, it's easier for you to say that because you're white. You and know. you don't have the experience. You will yeah. never. And you'll never have it. Have it. Never. Yeah. Unless so, you're with me and they, they, don't, they dis- disregard your color and start to treat right. you as if you are black. Right. Then you're really going to know. And then you're going <laughs> to sit back and say, is this something that everyone goes through as a, as a black person? And I'll say, yeah. 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 At some degree or level, yes, we do. You know? Yes. And whether every, it's whether it's being called a nigger, whether uh-huh. it's it's uh, being passed over for a job or a apartment or a house because of your skin color. I mean, I remember being a kid and people telling me that they're always going to know you're black because uh, the, how they number your social security. And then I would I go to other black kids. You never heard that one? No, I did. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I used to think like, okay. Yeah. And I used to say to every every person that was black, is six four in in your <laughs> social security? And they would be like, yeah. And then when I would ask my white friends, they would be like, no, mine is like seventy four or something, you know. And I was like, is this wow. is this conspiracy theory really well, true? Well, you know, but, it's because you always try to figure out how do they know that you're black on the other side, you know. I mean, you know, I, th- this is the this is the part that um, I don't know if my 
ex- producer extraordinaire Spruce Henry said this, but mm-hmm. 28 minutes flies by. We are at the end of our interview. Oh, and wow. I, yeah. that. I got questions, but I will extend another invitation. I know you're busy. Oh, I'm I ready. Definitely. I'm ready. You let me know. Okay, yeah. well then I'm, I'll call Beth Ann because... Yeah, if, you, if you want to get back on this same, yes. same time slot next week, I can pencil you in right what? now, girl. We Tracy, done. You, you, you a queen. Anything you ask for, you will get. All oh. others will have to reschedule. Okay? Thank you, Tyson. We, you are the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. Oh. You, Beth Ann. And I try to tell so many young men that it was, it's women who have helped me, empowered me to be where I am. My mom, my grandmother, yeah. you, Beth Ann, my sisters. You know, I've had men guide me to a certain point, but mm-hmm. it was always women who... Okay, that's sexy. That's you know, I never had a, my brother or my dad say, "Yeah, that's sexy." No, it's always <laughs> yeah. women who are like, "Okay, let's yeah. go this way. Let's do this." Yeah. you know. And and one of my good friends, my she's my best friend, and she's also my lawyer. And you know, she's um, she's such an intelligent black woman. She's been riding with me since day one, and we our twenty our twenty eight year almost thirty year friendship is continuous. She'll be quick to tell me, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, honey, don't do that," and I'll be like, "Okay." <laughs> Give me your opinion on it. And I don't make any moves without talking to her, Beth Ann, or my sisters, or my mom, or somebody. But the women in my life are very important. And that's why it's such a great time for us to have a woman vice president. I really think that I would love for a woman president because a woman is such a clean, cleansing woman that she would be like, "Uh uh-uh, we stay in lockdown. Ain't nobody coming out yet. This thing is roaming around. And all y'all gonna wear masks and gloves. (laughs) And we're going to make soap. Because <laughs> some of y'all don't know what soap is. But it's, it's really, truly inspiring to have uh, such great black women in my life that I've looked up to that have guided me in, in the best direction to be here almost 30-something years later in this industry, you know, that I love so much. I mean, to just watch your career evolve and feel a part of that journey it's overwhelming it's like i feel part of me feels like you know this mom you're just so proud but as you know you literally it was a give and take in our relationship and that's why and it was such a great balance and then we were friends after that we went to a wedding together yes we did (laughs) You know, you, you, you helped me, you helped me get so many roles that I don't even think, you know, like, it's just, I I don't know. I just can't thank you enough. Well, I I can't thank you enough. And I'm, I'm pinning you in for next week. I I have to talk to you about, so I have to talk to you about addicted biker boys. There's Mm -hmm. just so many things on my list here. Um, I so appreciate love you being here and i just want to ask you because i asked all my guests if you could just give our audience some jewels some diamonds you want to drop on actors something that they need to do or focus on okay uh a good jewel is and it's it's such an easy jewel to remember never give up like you your worst enemy to tell you it's never going to happen is yourself your family members and your friends but in your heart and in, in, in the passion of what you want in life, you have to just do it. Because there's times when I, you know, Beth Ann will tell you, when I literally wanted to give up yeah. because it was just such a hard fight because, you know, I go to castings and they'd be like, oh, we're not, we're not casting for black boys or we're not casting for guys that look like you. And it was, it was frustrating. But yeah. I never gave up. One door closed, <laughs> another one opened. And you always have to remember that. 
that there's another open door where when one closes and you can never give up. And once you give up on yourself, that's it. No one, you have no one else because no one else is coming to save you. So, you know, unless you got a Tracy, unless you got a Tracy Moore or a Beth Ann. But, you know, I ain't sharing them. No, 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 don't. don't <laughs> it's not for me. I can't say that. But yeah, never give up on your on your dreams. You know, because I'm living my I dream every single day. Every so, day. Yeah, that is the perfect advice. And I'm so grateful that you came and shared with us. And audience, you were so blessed. And he's going to come back so we can have a part two. Yes. Stand up. Give you give a round of applause. Mr. Yeah, Tyson. Yes. <laughs> Standing. And we'll be back on the Spirited Actor Podcast. Tyson is gonna stick around for a class in session. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over six million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Welcome to the Spirited Action Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and we're back, and we are so blessed to have Tyson Bedford still with us, uh-huh. and we are going to do, you know this is my favorite segment, this is when I can assemble my Spirited Actor alumni, I have Leanne Amato here, Hey, and I have Jalissa Capri, Hello. and you know right. our new, she is, this is, she's a virgin here. hello everybody all right (laughs) okay so how this works tyson leanne is also our writer in residence she writes Mm -hmm. the scenes and so um who is the reading the narrative leanne right Mm -hmm. okay so leanne is going to be reading the narrative of the scene and jalissa and yanelba are the characters so you guys ready and action interior break room hospital afternoon 
In their scrubs, Crystal and Jazz are in line getting lunch and catching each other up on their weekends. Mid-convo. Shut up. He did not take you there. He did. I mean, I really had an amazing time. I mean, I was calling him an old head this whole time, but I really love the music. And he opened me up to something new. Well, I'm glad you pulled your head out of your ass and finally gave in and went. <laughs> Crystal notices a deep mark on Jazz's neck. What is that? Oh, just a hickey. A hickey? From who? That is not a hickey. That is dark, Jazz. Let me see. Jazz trying to cover it up, but Crystal moves her hand and hair. It's bad. That's a bruise, Jazz. You were with him. <laughs> Are you seeing him again? And don't lie to me. First of all, it's a hickey. You know I like it rough. And no, I'm not seeing him. We just caught up. <laughs> so you unblocked him took the restraining order off and gave him the new address? Look, I don't have to answer all these questions, okay? Am I seeing him? Did I, no? Did I see him? Yes. Mm. Look, he's trying really hard, okay? He wrote me a letter for every single day since the breakup. And what did your therapist say? I haven't told her yet. Because you already know what she's going to say, Jazz. That's a flag. Come on. You know what this is? <laughs> you want to know how someone feels about you? Observe their actions. His actions haven't changed. Come worse. You've been here already. I mean, things start out good, but then they... Okay, Crystal, I don't need this lesson, okay? I don't need the sermon that you're doing right now, all right? It's nothing, okay? It's something. I will be scared to lose my best friend. Wow. Good job, ladies. Wow. I'm throwing wow. it to you. Okay, so it started out a, a light, fun scene, and then it turned so fast. And the levels of emotions that uh, the actresses portrayed was spot on. Um, I could see that they were they were very comfortable in it and it was yeah. very believable. Like I was ready to beat dude up. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh Lisa, you just you just you made it you had turned it so quick when you had noticed the the mark on the neck and our virgin, oh she picked up. <laughs> she she see, I could tell that she started to trust herself. Yeah. And then it went like, girl, you're not my friend if you annoying me like this, you know, but it, it was it was good. It was really good. It was well written because I was expecting something fun, something light. I didn't know it was going to get. I don't know if you guys are watching my face from when it went to like smiling and like, yeah, like and then it went to like, oh, word. It was just like <laughs> me too, you know, they, they they hit the levels. They hit the marks. And it was it was it was something that's going on now that women are going through. And it, yeah. it was powerful. I really yeah. liked it. I really okay. did. Well, we two of them got they they got a job with me if they want. Well, when, when we start filming in Miami, that's oh, what man. I was gonna say. Like I I always um 
I want to, with our guests, I send mm-hmm. the picture and resumes of the Spirit Actor alumni. Yeah, yeah, no, it's important because uh, living here in Florida, it's a right to work state. So we don't actually have a whole lot of great actors. You know, we have like maybe day players, but not right. like, not like these ladies right here. You know, they're, oh. they're, they're very powerful. I, 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 I could have work for them easy. You know, and well, I, I love, love pulling my alumni onto set because <laughs> what I've learned, they have learned. So mm-hmm. we, we all went, you know, we all studied the same way and then we all yeah. had our books. So we understand what's needed. And then even on the, on our, our worst days, we're able to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and, and really kill a scene. They really did good. I really liked it. Oh, thank yeah. you. And yeah. She's a fierce actress, too, so I'm seeing Yeah, no, I, it takes a fierce actress to write like that. Yeah, this is true. You know? is, yeah, yeah and in the short time that, you know, that they had for the scene, you can see the levels. Yep. That's you know, like. the levels of, of emotion and, you know, uh, character just went from, it went from zero to 100 real fast. You yes, know, I didn't expect that it was going to go that way, but, it, it, but that's, that's what acting is about. And wow. Yeah. Well, we wow. are so, so, so grateful for you taking the time and giving them that constructive criticism. Yeah. Ladies, and thank Tyson. I would, I would do a scene with them any day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. And it explains why she had on the scrubs. I was like, is she a nurse? Like, <laughs> you know, when, when, we, when we did our intros earlier, I was like, okay, she must just come from work or she got to go to work. <laughs> but then, you know... It, it fit That's the scene, good. and I was he like, believed. "Okay." He believed. He believed you guys. Yeah, no, I believe because I thought she was really a nurse. And, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I like I the fact that she dressed for the occasion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I do too. They put yeah. it in. Well, yeah, we are did. so grateful once again, and you guys, we're going to see Tyson next week for part yeah. two. So <laughs> thank you again, and I just want to thank Leanne um, and Jalissa and Yanelba. And thank you, Elsa, because Elsa's the casting director. She's the one that cast Claps in Session. Uh, Good on her. Thank you. So we'll be back on the Spirited Active Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, for Give Love. And now it's time to give love. Stop complaining and start being more grateful. Gratitude is magic. I was speaking to an actor the other day who was complaining about the self-tape process. And I said to them, if you have a better solution, then let us know. But if not, accept what the process is and be grateful for it. Gratitude is magic. The more you are grateful for what you already have, the more you bring into your life. And complaining, like worrying, is not conducive to moving anything along. All it does is create headaches and heartaches and really sad, low energy. But when you take the time every morning, when you open your eyes and say, thank you for another day, thank you for another day and another opportunity to be a better person, a better friend, a better mother, a better sibling, more joy comes into your life. Stop complaining. Stop creating this energy that does not manifest the things in which you truly want in your life. Be grateful. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited Podcast. 
Thank you. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.